0: Buenos días, mi amigos. Bienvenido. sesión Cien. <laughs> Dynasty junkies. What's going on, guys? It is the Thursday night game. Uh we had Mexico City game last week, which was a lot of fun. It's craziness, awesome atmosphere. We've got the World Cup going on. Uh these are these are great times. So episode 122 of the junkies tonight. You got your your man here, Scott Sidlow hosting. And uh, part of the DAP Network, and my other DAP Network homie, Rocky, at Dynasty FF Addict on Twitter. What's up, Rocky? What's going on?
1: Hey, Scott. Happy to be here tonight. I feel like it's been a while since me and you were on together. Um, so I always love uh, doing the shows with you. Andrew's great, but I feel like I do way more Andrew shows than Scott's shows for some reason. So, And I'm also That's glad right. you decided to take the lead tonight, so I don't have to worry about it.
0: Yeah, I mean I figured, you know, we got a week off last week, so I mean I could put in a like a half effort here or there, <laughs> you know. But uh, we Every did talk not too long ago because I was on trade addicts, so that's true, that's it's true. Not, it's not, not that we haven't been on that long, just you know, other parts of the network. Yeah. Um and our host tonight or our guest tonight is it should be the host because he made a <laughs> bet and forced himself onto the show. Um, after he already had like a 94% chance to win, and then said, you know, hey, I'll bet I'm gonna win this week against you, you know, and the little odds thing where it says like your percentage to win, and it mm-hmm. was like, you know, he was up by like 150 points, and I had like my kicker still, and we didn't even have kickers, so uh yeah. But anyway, uh John McLean at John McGlyn 75 from the commissioner evaluation show on the P2W Fantasy Network. What's going on, brother? Uh, you got, I this it was twice as sweet because now you were planning on having me
2: host on a Thursday night. So you can actually watch football for a night and you got screwed <laughs> into doing a podcast on top of it. You lost the bet twice now. So
0: uh, you know, thanks, for, hey. you got, thanks
2: for having me on guys. This is great. I, I, uh, watch the show. It's my third time on the show. Listen to it all the time. You guys are fantastic. Uh, Andrew's great. I, you know, I miss him tonight, but you know, we'll, uh, we'll figure it out.
1: Well, you and and I told, and
2: injury, so you're kind I of told John before. I was
1: happy to finally be on. Like the first two times he was on, it was either I think Scott Solo or Scott and Andrew. Yep. So I'm happy to get to yep. talk to John on the podcast here.
0: Absolutely. Get, got got a little bit of everybody. So, so yeah, there you go. You're you're a uh, you're going to be. We're going to have to get you a jacket at some point. You know, like SNL. I think once you get on five times, you get the <laughs> jacket. So I got I got
2: a size seven and seven eighths heads. So you know, if I need yeah. a hat, you got to get like, gotcha. you know, like okay. three yeah, yeah. To do it.
0: Speaking of speaking of sizing for accessories, jewelry, you know, you do have my ring size from last season. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. All right. Did, All right. You already got your ring, didn't you? No, I don't have it.
2: It must be still in my. I, I, there's. Three, I, I haven't seen you because I
0: didn't. I wasn't oh, able right. to get to the. Uh, I was on vacation when we did the uh, rookie
2: draft. So I commissioned a bunch of home leagues. Uh, that's what they're called, Mighty McLean Dynasty leagues. Scott's one of in one of my home leagues. And whoever wins, I take it out of my own personal money and I buy everybody a championship ring with it. You know, I ask what color you want, what kind of diamond you want in the middle of it. It's like a little Super Bowl version. Instead of having a trophy with people's legal names awesome. on there, all that kind of stuff. So Scott designed his own ring, the records on there, his his name, the league name, all that kind of stuff like that. It's a little thank you for being in my home leagues. You know, it's, uh, it's nice having all the people from the Chicagoland area in these home leagues.
0: It definitely is, and of course we end up having to do the rookie draft—the one like four-day period I'm out of town out of you know the 365 days in a year. But okay, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out for next year. But you know what? I just traded my picks away in that league because I'm gonna maybe try to make another run here. So you know, we'll see. But I'll, I'll be there regardless because well, that's we, what's
2: fun. I about. trade my picks away all the time. We're good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you never have any picks. So oh man, actually. Let me ask you about this. I do not have uh, many Derrick Henry shares, so I just said screw it. I traded my first and second, and Tyler Algier, for Derrick Henry and OBJ, just to have another you know body in there. So Rocky, what did you think about that trade? Yeah, I assume you're. I'm uh, a contender, contending team. Uh, yeah, defending champ. Uh, I'm I'm pretty much. Guaranteed the playoffs because I'm locked in my division. I'm like three games ahead. So I'm going to make the playoffs regardless. So I might as well give it a run, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I like that. I, I mean, you know, everyone treats 2023 first like gold. But, I mean, if it's going to be a late 23 1st I've been hearing more and more. Um, It's been some people have been saying it in the, the cool trade addicts Patreon chat, the cool kids club and ryan mcdowell on trade addicts was saying that maybe the 2023 class is not quite the uh, amazingness we cracked it up to be still a lot of good players in there but uh it it's maybe especially at the back end of it the first is going to be as much of a a crapshoot as some other drafts not every guy is going to be you know the golden stud that everybody thinks they're going to be from 1 through 12 so yeah get those get those points henry uh and he's the RB3 on the year. Uh yeah, I'm fine with that. Get get your, you know, get your guy, get a championship, and uh worry about the the, the draft pick later. John, what did you think
0: when you saw that trade go through?
2: It was a perfect trade because Steven Johnson's in a, in a you know, he's got running backs and that's it. His team is garbage, you know. It's
0: he needs to reload, yeah.
2: He needed to reload big time. So it worked out great where he got some, you know, low first round draft picks. You, I don't like that. I'm looking at your team right now and I hate that you only partially start your roster like on, so like his whole thing's empty. I don't know. I got to go through his whole bench to find out like who his good that's players how, are, but
0: That's so, how I know what lineup I need
2: to set. He's got Josh You, you got to do
0: shit like that. Right?
2: Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. But yeah, your, your team is stacked and you you know, now you got, there's no reason why you shouldn't go for win now players like Henry. It's, it's all you need. You're, you're, I mean, I am not even say you're even a piece away. You're you're there already. And then adding Derrick Henry to the mix, King Henry, is just a, you know, it's kind of like the push. I think uh, P-Win's team is not doing too well right now anyway. So, I think you might just walk the championship again.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, And, I mean, I'll look at it as I have Kyle Pitts and Rashad Bateman on IR. So, I'm pretty much getting a first and second round pick next year. Right. When they come back. So, you know, either way. I mean, and those guys, I haven't been starting anyway. So...
1: Um, and, uh, you're probably going to get a pretty good week out of them this week. My, my, my 10 and one Eagles, <clears throat> uh, the one weakness they do have is tends to be their run defense. So you're probably getting a very nice Henry game this coming week. Yeah. Try to
0: get one of those higher seeds there. And, uh, I don't think I can get a buy, but, um, that's, that's fine. Just get me set up here, you know, especially with Najee getting that injury too. So the bye I
2: think shoot. it was.
0: Worth the a buy, shot, you know,
2: the buy is huge because you get four percent of the league money buy-in for for getting the buy, and then you get four percent of league buy-in for just winning your division. So you're already making, you know, if you That's get right. that
0: you know, it's eight percent of the making thing. some money on, yeah, yeah, winning the division at minimum, yeah. yeah, yeah, true, true. I do like that payout system personally. Um, and we do a what the fun thing that you taught me. This is where I learned this from is the division draft, yeah. which I think is cool, and I've not heard many people talk about that.
2: In Rocky, in case you don't know about to. this division draft. So, yeah, John,
0: if you explain what that is.
2: So it's like, remember when we, like you were in first grade or third grade and you were like the terrible athletes were in the corner over here? So the worst your team is, you know, you know? it's <laughs> – <laughs> The worse your team is, the higher you get picked, kind of thing, because they want you to be in their division. So the four division winners have a uh, you know a snake style division draft, and the first pick is always the very last team, and the worst of the four division winners picks first. So you, it, whoever gets picked last is kind of like ah, oh, they're the best of the teams didn't make the playoffs. So you never want to be the first round pick in a division draft because it's just like a laughing stock. Everybody makes fun of you. It's just more things to shame in the league and make fun of each other with.
1: Oh, yeah, I love that. The first league I ever, like, kind of Twitter league, I, uh, you know, recruiting people from Twitter, not like a home league, that uh, it's a Breaking Bad-themed league, and we have two divisions. Um, more more, of my recent leagues that I have, I did divisionless, but that we do the same thing there. Uh, we have a, a, every February, we do a, uh, d- you know, draft the two divisions. The two division winners get to pick their teams, and, yeah, the person who gets picked last tends to crow about it. Like, of course, I, I didn't, you know, I'm at the end here, so. That's
0: fun. That's fun for sure. Yeah. No, I, I think it's a good time, especially when we all see each other in person. We do the rookie draft and then uh, and then we get to kind of shit on each other with that.
2: So
0: <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But speaking of uh, fun settings for your leagues, I mean, this is the time of year to, to kind of bring that up. Um, you know, talk to your commissioners about things you want to implement for the future. Um, I know right now we've had a lot of discussions for a handful of sleeper leagues where you can play against the league median. Uh, I think that should just be implemented in every league, to be honest with you, Um, because I'm finding that, you know, some people say, oh, it just helps the good teams. You know, it's that's actually not true. It, It does. It does benefit teams that do well and maybe you just have a tough matchup. So if you're the second highest scoring team, you just happen to play the highest scoring team that week you lost, right? I mean, it sucks. It's just bad schedule luck. But if you play against the league median, and you're one of the top six scoring teams or top half, whatever your league is, you get that extra win. Um, but it also helps when you're trying to lose, because I have a few leagues right now, where I cannot lose. And it is bullshit, because my schedule luck is I just keep playing these teams that put up shit numbers. And I'm like, almost in the playoffs in a in a league where i'm supposed to be tanking like i legit thought i was going to have the 101 next year and right now it uh, looks like i'm going to be in the playoffs um so again a league median would have helped me because i'm like the second lowest scoring team i just you know that, get everyone's lowest score each week so i keep that, winning
1: uh, uh, what i'm hearing is it, scott is like i'm i'm so good even when i try and tank i just make the playoffs <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, no that's one league just that's that's just <laughs> one league but i have a couple of leagues where like um we'll talk about it a little bit later too uh in a one quarterback league it's it's imperative to get that one one right because you want Bijan, right in a yeah. super flex league i'm not as worried about it like just give me top three and i'm pretty yeah. happy um but you know it's just it's frustrating when you have a league like that where you're literally trying to lose and like and i'm seeing it happen to other teams too not just my teams And so the league median, it actually, it helps teams that want to rebuild, rebuild faster, you know, and it helps those better teams, you know, take advantage of being good teams and just having shitty luck. So it's just one little way to help balance things out. Um, What other rule changes have you guys thought about or you want to implement in your leagues? Or, John, what are you seeing in some of the leagues that you run, everybody bitching and whining about some shit that, you know, inevitably we all have to do it because we're just assholes?
2: That's the thing is I you know, I commission a lot of leagues and every once in a while you I start a new league every year and um it's all home league people so we meet in person. So I really it's not like I'm getting like keyboard, you know, warrior on me all the time. I'm getting people in my face like yelling at me about it, you know. It's it's a whole different story. <laughs> but after uh, a few drinks. <laughs> sometimes you mess up settings, like you forget to do like an extra bonus or something like that, and they're like, This is BS. Why, why does it get double points for this? Like, okay, time out will change the setting. It's very hard to change scoring settings. That's the hardest thing to like, you know. So everything's got to be seventy-five percent approved for any kind of scoring. But you can't go from like non PPR to PPR. You know, you can't like, you, that you can't go from non super flex to super flex without like right. a two or yeah, three no, year change. You, you know, so. That. But if you want to expand the rosters, two or three spots, you got to vote on that. If you want to cut the rosters back, you know, we had to have a big situation about when COVID happened. Now everybody's mm-hmm. bitching about there's too many people. Remember what Brian the other day was yelling at you about, there's too many people mm-hmm. on this rosters. This is BS. It's 12-team, 30-man rosters with a 10-team IR or 10-player IR because of covid and now everybody wants to say like this is crap. There's no waiver wire. There's, there's no waiver wire for one week in three years. And the guy's like, "This is such BS. This league's too big. Like, like, like shut up, man. Like this is the one time that, that there's never been a waiver wire because it was a bad week and everybody, you know, I what's going on. And it, it was like, and he's like throwing a hissy fit for a half hour. But he's kind of like, oh, you know, it's fine the way they are. And he kept spouting back at everyone. It's like, and the next week it was back to normal. It was five or six people, and you know, whatever. Exactly, so be it. But. Yeah. You can't. Exactly. I, I understand that you know, some people have IR spots where you could put, you know, hurt, uh, uh, out players, IR, a pup, the whole deal like out players that you shouldn't be able to put out players on IR. No, now, no. now, Jeff Bell had a thing no. the other day. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter or not. He had something that said that you should be able to put a player on IR like teams do. You should be able to pick one or two players you want to. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. I was think that was more redrafting, he was saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it's still i'm not a big fan
2: of it but you know it's it is what it is it's, it's stuff like that it's where you, that's where you have votes for it so you sit around drink some beers talk about the league you know that's kinda, right. you know that's that's what it's for to, to vote is if it's 75 you know eight of 12 people or whatever or you know whatever whatever it may be i'm not that good at math so i gotta figure that out with my toes and my shoes off but you know <laughs> you got to vote on those things so i understand like moving ir spots now back to four or five or whatever they were before before covid
0: right
2: because that if you have you know, people go on there the first day of. They leave one spot open on purpose, and the first day of waivers, IR guy, poof, IR guy, poof, IR guy. Poof. So See, they. Have I don't have a guy. problem
1: with that. I have unlimited IR in all my dynasty leagues that I commission because I don't. You know, if they want to do that, oh well, then they can sit, pick up a whole bunch of guys in my yeah, arm. Yeah, eventually
0: they come off IR, and then you have to drop somebody. So, yeah, wait I mean, a second.
1: It is a problem because now you have a forty-man
2: roster, or a fifty-man roster, unlimited IR. It's like an extra twenty. You have a you have a fifty-man roster, right. roster, nobody that's has a thirty-man roster.
1: Nobody has fifty-man rosters in my league. They, they don't. They don't. They don't IR twenty guys. So I would IR. <laughs> yeah, I, I would IR luck. people in baseball good drafts good just because. <laughs> the thing I've been trying to do, I did. I don't think I got a pass in any league. Was abolish taxi squads. I don't see the point. I, 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 the idea was to expand rosters and abolish taxi squads. Yeah. And the main reason I did that is I'm a big, and, I, and you guys may hate this. I know people either tend to like me, love doing draft order this way or hate it. But I love, I do potential points for all my leagues, and. Yeah. You can dodge potential points by sticking productive rookies on your taxi squad. You so know, I, yeah. Yeah. On MFL. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I hate, and all my leagues are on MFL. So I hate when people do that. And I tried in every league to get a rule change that I, you know, I proposed and, uh, you know, we'll just, I think I have a four man taxi squad in almost all the leagues I run and we'll just instead of 30 or 32 or 28, whatever it is, we'll increase it to, you know, by four to 32. You, you can still have those players. Cool They're that. just going to be cool on your active roster. Yeah. And it didn't yeah. get passed in any league. <laughs> so yeah. everybody was not cool with that, but I, it makes sense to me. Like why, why do you need it to be that specific taxi? Why can't you just have the extra four? Uh, and it's because you want to dodge the damn potential points. That's why. Um, yeah, and is there any other little... reason to not just do it the way I just said? like why not just well have... i I think I mean you could i do I guess one part of it get is for extra to... like actual veterans if you wanted to do that, but i I that's, don't care about that's that the thing
0: part of it is to bring the value to the rookie picks because like you have somewhere to stash them for a couple years that. You know, you can't put other players there, right? I mean, that's only for first, maybe second year players. The but if you have thirty four roster spots, you can.
1: You yeah, you Stanshy.
0: can. You can. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just one of those things where it's like those spots you're going to because they're there, and that's yeah. the only thing you can put there. Yeah. You know, whereas in, in, in a normal spot, anybody can go there. But I do want to point out on ball I do have forty. Forty players on my roster, <laughs> thanks to your unlimited tax or uh, uh, IR. So, thank you for that. See, um, it, it doesn't matter. Me. I'm the third worst. And team I don't in the have league, a problem so with that. It though doesn't either, matter because
1: the one thing I can't stand too, and I think you were kind of saying it, like I can't stand the people who are like the waiver wire suck. Yeah, it's dynasty. The waiver wire is supposed to right. suck. You're yes, supposed to have thirty exactly. to thirty-five man rosters. You're not supposed yeah. to have anything on waivers. You need to make trades or draft. That's what dynasty is. That's right hundred percent yeah some it's like people, yeah I, some
2: people just hate trading they're like i don't want to trade that that's fine and then they get pissed
0: off when other people do make trades like Whoa, maybe well, they just send just play offers. redraft right. yeah <laughs> just play don't redraft. Trade. yeah exactly exactly no i that was my whole point when that got brought up in our league was like if you want to play in a shallower league like i understand there is a different strategy to that right because then you are it, it's different so it's a different league. It's a different format. So just join a different league. Like don't change our league. Yeah. You know, like that doesn't make any sense. This is the league you joined this league. This is what it is. Don't change the
1: damn league. Just you know. Go and and, and like I said, to me that to me that's almost what dynasty is or supposed to be is that it's supposed to be drafting and trading. You're not supposed to be I, I literally and you probably do this a lot too, Sky. I literally for weeks sometimes ignore the waiver wire because oh, we're yeah. in so many leagues, for but also because I there's nothing it. there. Like, yeah. 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 Oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I really, really, really I hurt
2: my team so bad sometimes when I do the waiver wire stupid shit, you know. <laughs> I, I hate it and it burns me
1: all the time. And I'm like, I should just ignore it. All together, I just... Uh, I literally don't know. think I put a waiver claim in it, like a month.
0: You know, really. speaking of that, what is with, like, the, the fab shaming that we have going on? Like, this <laughs> week was literally my entire timeline. All it was was people like, how much did they spend on Zonovan Knight and you're like Who fucking cares? That was me. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> like, what? What are you going to do? Do you have a trade deadline? Did it pass? Oh, great. Well, guess what? Your only option is to add a player through waivers. I don't give a shit if you spent a 1,000 fab on it. I don't care. It doesn't. What does it, it matter? Would. But literally every league had like just throughout the season. I've seen it too. But this week was especially bad. Like just eight,
2: eight, shaming, what $867 for night, like, And then I got it for a fourth round pick like yeah. five hours later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, and I would trade 867 fab would just, for a fourth round I'd pick. In every That's league that I'm in
1: like, would every year. 867 fab or. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. So who cares? Like, why? And it's just so funny because I have some leagues that are, like, every guy that gets picked up, and, like, it's a sleeper league. So they'll get, like, the poop emoji, and, like, every, the you know, there'll be, like, eight of them after, like, every waiver claim, you know? And it's, like, it's, like, what? Who cares? It's fat. Like, if you guys and think it, it's so valuable, trade me for it. You can have it. You can have it all.
1: And especially if it's a, a deep dynasty league, like we were just saying, like, it's week twelve. or It's going into week thirteen. Like, how m- how much more do you think you're really going you to need that Fab anyway, if at all? So. <laughs> it doesn't. You don't yeah. get
0: to take it with you, yeah. Right? Uh, Very few
1: leagues it carries. Chef Saturday, Miami. right? Chef Saturday, you don't get to take
0: them <laughs> with you. All the time out. That makes no sense. It makes no sense. But you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it does kind of all tie in here because, uh, you know, what what is a fourth round pick? Work. What is the fourth round pick work? Is it worth eight hundred seventy-seven? Yeah. Exactly <laughs> That's the answer That was easy John you've been picking up a lot of players Lately with with thirds and fourths And fifths and eighth round picks And ninth round picks and whatever whatever You have 2026 20, eighth round picks um, For you know Whoever you've been trading for But who are some of the guys you've been picking up here uh, Making a run
2: uh, You know what? I, in most of my leagues, I, you know, it's it's one of those things where whoever's, you know, some people have have their rosters are full all the time and they don't have these options. So the worse your league is, the worse your, worse your team is, the better it is to uh, get, like, obviously, Diamond Knight is somebody that I already picked up. You know, you know, Benjamin is someone that gets dropped a lot. I like him. He's a good good, you know, Chris Evans. Uh, Jerome Ford got dropped in the league, even though he's on IR. I have no idea why that happened, but, I you know, I'll pick him up, of course, 100 okay. percent. Uh, Deami Brown's another guy that I don't mind. I know he's terrible, but I say, you know, um, Isaiah Hodgins. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. him from the Giants,
0: mm-hmm.
2: like that's someone that I picked up, and he had a touchdown call back his first. Bills caught from. him a
0: couple weeks ago. He's yeah, rolling with the Giants now who have no one to throw to. Yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah, so I, uh, you know, guys like you never know, especially when you got 30 man rosters and stuff. You know, why wouldn't you do that? Like, why wouldn't you pick up like Miles Gaskin was You know, somebody that I just picked up just because of the situation that was in, in, in the backfield? Deion Jackson gets cut and picked. Back. I don't know who. Why would you cut Deion Jackson when you know he's a step away from? Right. Pot- I'm not, I know yeah. Zach Moss is there now, but Hines uh, yeah, yeah. too. So he's really like going to be Ra- the guy. Yeah. Raheem Blackshear, Greg Dorsch. I don't. you know. Uh, these are Danny Gray. Like, I don't understand why you. Why would you know? That's if you have thirty man rosters, why wouldn't you hold a guy like Danny Gray? If there's nobody else to pick up, of course, why wouldn't you grab those
0: guys? Yeah, that makes sense. So even not even necessarily for contending teams, but just saying possible value adds. Why not throw out a fourth and just see what happens?
2: I it, I'm not a big fan of the 49 Niners' offense. It just it seems like so diluted that nobody's ever going to be a stud. You know, minus McCaffrey, and he's even getting cut, his workload cut all the time. So I'm not a huge fan of <clears throat> those like multi tail. It's almost like the better the team is, the worse they are in fantasy. I mean, that's that's exactly the way it is actually, but. It's, uh, you know, Danny Gray's just someone that you never know. If they get a couple – if they're behind in games, they got to throw, and so Ayuk uh, gets hurt or something like that. I mean, that's – why wouldn't it's, – it's all of a sudden it becomes right. a you – Yeah. Know, then he does good for a week, and you try to trade him away for a fourth-round pick or a, you know, a th- late third or whatever to the Ayuk owner. Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. So one of the biggest things I'm having issues right now with is some of my good teams that it's – I guess it's kind of like, you know, you have your top heavy teams where you pretty much have your starters and uh you know last week was unique because we didn't have any bye weeks, right? So for whatever reason, the NFL thought, hey, Thanksgiving week, week twelve, no bye weeks, but then we're gonna give you bye weeks in week 13 and 14 just to screw yeah. everything. Okay. Um I think it's incredibly stupid. I think if I was an NFL team, I'd be absolutely pissed if I had a week 14 bye. Like it makes no sense. Um
1: I don't get the skipping week 12. That was so bizarre. So we had (laughs) a reason for it.
0: (laughs) I don't. Yeah. I don't just to make the TV schedule work and everything for all the games, all the primetime games. Um, But basically that was our first opportunity since early in the season to take, you know, look at our rosters and say, okay, you know, where, where are we at? What guys do we have starting? And so I'm noticing that, I mean, I'm terrible at doing lineups, I should just play all basketball. Honestly, I probably win way more because I just, I can never pick the right thing. You know, do you, do I go by matchups? Do I go by, you know, somebody's rankings, co- uh, consensus rankings? Do I flip a coin? Like, honestly, I can go any direction. And I've tried all these things over the years and I've never found anything that like worked for me. So once I get down to, you know, especially playoff start decisions, that's obviously, you know, the most important um, you know, do you guys have a process for that or like how how do you do it when you have a good team and you have multiple options and nobody's on bye and you know guys aren't injured, like who how do you figure out who to start?
2: I'm you leading know, my what league is. in what do I'm you leading do? one of my leagues in points and I I played as A McKenzie for like five weeks in a row and he did he did nothing for like three or four weeks in a row. He had one decent game. I sat him last week he scored twenty-eight points, and I'm like, You gotta be kidding me. This yeah, this is exactly. why it's, but I mean that's what makes it fun. I would hate to play because you know I'll tell you what, best ball is so dry. Everybody drafts and you never hear from me the rest of the year. again. I hate best ball.
0: Best well, ball have is terrible. Few, I my best ball leagues are exactly everything we do. It just we don't do lineups. We have waivers. We have you trades. Have to do we lineups. have lineups. We have matchups. We have everything except lineups. It's perfect. I and love talking it. to each other.
1: I, I still hate talk. it, even if they, even if you can trade and do all the other stuff and. You should have to set a lineup. To me, there's, I don't know, there's something less, less than about doing a league where you don't have to set a lineup. pre pays preach. me the same <laughs> money. But yeah, I mean, I I don't have any big, you know, mind-blowing key to doing this either. I, I I don't, I know you say this all the time. I know Russ says it too. I don't feel I'm that bad at setting a lineup. So basically all I do is, well, normally I have like seven to eight guys that I don't even think about on most of my teams sure um and it's so it's really only two to three spots you're really worried about depending maybe if you have a you know 13 14 starter league that that might be a little tougher but uh a lot of it is just going for me by the mfl rankings like i said most of my leagues are on mfl sleeper has a two where it has like the green and the red and i think a number there uh and I use that a lot. Like, if I see a guy that's playing the what MFL has, I think it's I think it's by fantasy and not actual NFL, uh, like passing statistics or whatever. But if like a receiver's going against the 27th team against the pass, then I'll probably start them if they're borderline between them and somebody else. So uh, a lot of it's just that. A lot of it's just knowing there's some bad defenses out there, even if that's not exactly what MFL says. So, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I I just tend to use rankings um, right on the site there. And I don't feel it's worked out. Like, you say you're bad at setting lineups because, you know, maybe some guy goes off. Like, I know I had a couple of leagues right. Zay Jones, who scored like 25 points last week. I don't consider myself bad at setting lineups because I didn't start Zay Jones when he scored 25 points. So uh, I think you can be fine at setting lineups and still not always end up. You're never going to end up, rarely ever going to end up with the exact 10, 11, 12 right guys. Um, So
0: I'm more of like,
1: okay, so I have Josh Allen, uh, Justin
0: Herbert, Dak Prescott. The first nine weeks last year, every guy guy. I benched out of those three was the highest scoring. Right. (laughs) It didn't matter matchups. It didn't matter anything. So what I started doing is just putting the guy that I could watch play. I was like, oh, he's playing on Sunday night. He's going in my lineup because I'll get to watch him. But even you know, with
1: that was like, was the were the other two guys really that bad that it was such a big thing that you No, didn't but it when you're streak,
0: trying yeah. to when you're trying to win, you know, when I'm like my one league that gave me so much trouble last week. Uh you know, Barkley, Aaron Jones, okay, you plug those guys in. Damian Pierce, Tony Pollard, Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson had that great matchup. Mostert was hurt, so like, okay, do I start him over Damian Pierce who's been so great this season? But then Houston's changing quarterbacks. And like, then you start thinking about all these different things. You're like, well, Zeke's back healthy. So Pollard's not going to get all this. Uh, you know, and it's like, how do I know who to start? How do I pick? How do I pick? Look at the rankings. Cause they're all basically, those three guys were all just like one, two, three, all in a mm-hmm. row. You could look at any site. You could look at any expert. You could ask,
1: your favorite person on Twitter and and they'd all give you (laughs) three different answers. If the rankings are close, one other thing I do I will look at is is the game. Like is it is this projected to be a low scoring game or a high scoring game? And then that that can help break the tie for me, even if the rankings are over unders. Yeah. That kind yeah. of thing. Like, yeah, when it's – when, the, like, the Giants are playing the Cowboys and it's projected at 41 and you get, like, the Raiders and Cardinals at 52, then I'll go with the, the lower-end Raider or Cardinal or, you know, I'll go with Matt Collins or whatever. Yeah. Yep. The yep. weather
2: is a big factor also. Water, Especially this yep. time of year. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. Always worry more about wind than, than rain or snow, though, unless it's crazy snow. Yeah. It's well, about to be that time, yeah. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> When, you know what, I, I, but best. even in
1: the snow, if it's not like a blizzard, they don't usually tend to have a huge problem. It's 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 way more an issue, I think, when it's windy than when it's raining, or unless it's like a monsoon, like that first game of the year with the Bears or whatever.
0: Yeah. Uh. Well, John and I have both been to games in person at Soldier where we've seen a kick start completely perfectly down the middle and the wind just <laughs> <laughs> and it's gone. It literally went out of the stadium. So, yeah, Um. definitely agree with that. So, yeah, I, I tell you what, though,
2: like, lineups, you know, Scott, I, I I learned a lot from, the, you know, the, the the whole redraft is fun, you know, and everything. But in Dynasty, I trade up a lot and I trade a lot of assets away to get two or three good quarterbacks. Like most of my leagues I have. I traded two first round picks to P. Win for Patrick Mahomes. I don't. That's yeah. fine. And a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. I don't, whatever. And I and, wish and I did. I, so I got him and I got Josh Allen and Trevor Lawrence home in like probably seven or eight leagues, you know, so. That's fine. I'll let those two guys cook and Trevor to be a plug and play for a week while those two guys are off. But eventually all three of those guys will be in the same situation you're in. And of course, right. I'm going to have some bad weeks from, you know, that, you know, the, the defense plays good against Josh Allen or a bad weather game. or I'm not going to get it right, but I'm still going to get 35 points probably for whoever quarterback I start. So I, I've learned to start my team with good quarterbacks and a really good tight end and then piecemeal, the you know, then build up wide receivers after that. And you know, when my whole roster is quarterbacks, tight, tight, tight end premium a good tight end and then really good receivers. Then I'll just worry about filling my, my, my running back situation. Cause as you see this year, the Jalen Warrens and the Dion Jacksons and this, and that other guys are, I, I mean, Darrell Henderson. As soon as Darrell Henderson had one good game, I traded him away for a second round pick. Like it's so easy to like manipulate the market on, on running backs and they don't last very long. So you have to build up everything around there. But if, if you can get re- if you can get the AJ Browns and you know, the DK Metcalf and the guys like that, your, your lineup decisions aren't really that hard you know and especially in your 30-man league the cream's gonna to rise, to, rise to the top and the people who actually go out and trade and trade and trade and make things happen you're going to have a really good core of your starting lineup players and a lot of like not so good but like you know good replacement players anyway it's almost like you don't have to have anybody's rankings you don't have to have anybody you, you will know what your lineup's going to be the bio weeks, of course are a whole different story because you're going through five or six different replacement players but that's when you look at matchups, who's playing what, who's, who's matched up against one defender that week, you know, all kinds. Of, that's why yeah. I, I don't want to get into the IDP world, but at the same time, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm losing out by not knowing the cornerbacks who my players are going to be up against. So you almost have to jump in that world to, to be, you know, to, to know what you're doing as that's far as all the time. Point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, no doubt. I have a couple IDP leagues, but it's more just like a couple of spots as opposed to like a full lineup so i really don't know the corners either uh but pff has a great matchup part that they put out every week um uh, yeah. that tells you the best uh matchups and if guys typically are you know if they just are going to guard the one you know the top guy or do they not you know do they guard one side of the field right uh do they move into the slot like whatever and i
2: don't stuff, if, so. if you got guys like justin jefferson or jamar chase playing you know that kind of i don't care if Jesus Christ Himself is covering them, you know. I don't. It is what it is. Yeah. I'm going to. You're going to. Oh yeah, Jefferson
0: guys. will still catch it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, he's amazing. The way he gets open, the way that you get the digs, you got all that kind of stuff, you know. So it is what it is.
0: Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. All right. Well, that's that's good stuff. I think there's a lot of uh, a lot of good resources out there. NFLWeather.com. That's the one I've been using this year uh, for the weather games. Um, you know, sometimes you just don't know if you leave it to uh, somebody who's following that exclusively then you don't have to worry about checking you know 16 weather reports right um especially the way it, it changes so quickly like i'm telling like buffalo we saw you know they knew that was coming you know so they could they could adjust for it but chicago uh you know should changes quickly right right um good resources can can help down the stairs so got to lean on those resources all right so i want to do a little um a nod to our buddies over at dynasty wall street uh they just had their 100th episode um that's they're part of the dtc network uh dynasty wall street if you search that anywhere podcast can be found that's uh russ fisher jane vassell and john Bosch.
1: and um, hey, russ fisher thanks.
0: They do they have a great show. Kane's always right usually. Um, so that's how that goes. Um, but yeah, they just had their hundredth episode and I thought it would be kind of a fun thing here that we could do and apply it to what we've been talking about uh, this week in the past couple weeks. So I'm gonna do one for running backs that's geared more towards like old guys to buy now for your championship run. I'm going to do one for wide receivers that's young guys that maybe we're going to target um, in the non-point scoring season um, or maybe just even move picks now for these guys uh, or older assets for them for the future. And then we're going to do one for quarterbacks because, I'm just personally curious and I want to know what you guys think. So we're going to start with the easy one. It's only four names.
1: Wait, Scott, real quick before you get into the names, I just want to let SU in the chat know that you should trade Darius Slayton away for anything you can possibly get for him, because he's asking about trading him for a 24 second and a 23 third. Oh, yeah, I would trade him for the 23 third easily by itself. I am (laughs) probably the biggest Darius Slayton fan you will ever
0: find anywhere, and I'm not related to him, but I I've got to be most likely I have them on basically every roster. Yes. You should do that trade.
1: So I just wanted to let us yes. you know that. Yes. yes. Okay. Now continue. Good job. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> good job. Okay. Um, okay. So running backs for name, I'm going to give you guys four names and then you're just going to rank them in order of what you want first to last. So it's real easy. So, in this case, they're not ne- necessarily next to each other in rankings. I'm just going to give you the four names because I think they're similar and somewhat similar value, but maybe I'm wrong, and that's where you guys can tell me I'm wrong. So here are the four names. Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, and Dalvin Cook. So you're, tra- you're a contender, and you're going to trade for those four. And you can tell me if they're, if, you know, are they all similar? You have them in different tiers. Uh, is there one that you're like, yes, this is the clear guy I'm going for. Is there one guy that you're like, no, I don't want anything to do with. You know, it's up to you guys. You guys give me your thoughts. Um, I'll tell you my okay. four at the end, but um, you just. I got, tell me when I you're got ready my four. You got your four. All right, go ahead. Yeah. You start Rocky.
1: This is pretty easy for me. And I would. Henry would be in a tier by himself for me he would be number one uh not miles ahead of the other ones but easily i, w- I would want him more because basically all i care about is the rest of 2022 for all these guys because none of them are going to have a ton of future value so uh basically i ordered them in i think how they're scoring this year i'm not positive positive, 100 positive but i went henry uh tear break uh aaron jones uh, then Dalvin Cook and then Alvin Kamara and Kamara and Cook are really close for me because they're way more inconsistent than the other. Two. I mean Aaron Jones is kind of inconsistent too, but he gives you bigger boom weeks I think than than Cook and Henry are. This, uh, Cook and Kamara are at this age, uh, and uh, I mean I think Kamara's had one or two big games, but it's fewer and farther between than Aaron Jones. Yeah, uh, well I had the same order, so that's not very <laughs> much fun. But uh, John, maybe you have something different. <laughs> You're you're muted.
2: I do I might mute myself all the time. Oh, so. I've done that punny John, don't worry. <laughs> uh Henry's number one, Cook's number two, and then I, I I'm i I'm only going Camara number three because I think that Jones is gonna be somewhere else next year. So uh I just think that Camara is going to be going to be still a I'm not a humongous Camara fan. I know he I mean he's great.
1: He's he could be suspended still. for like six games next year, too.
2: He's got. I, I just, no matter where Jones goes, he's a, he's an elite talent. So I, I mean, these guys, all four of these guys, are elite talents. But I, I just, I, I'm not sure what's going to happen with Jones next year. I, I'm going to have to put Camara here, even though I don't want to. But it's going to be Henry Cook, Camara, and then Jones.
1: I think Jones is the oldest of the non-Henry guys, too, right? I was
0: just going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
2: I just think that it's going to be it's about to be AJ Dillon time there. So. Uh, I think they're going to move on from Aaron Jones and I'm not sure where he's going to land up in some kind of committee or something like that. I know what Kamara is, yeah, even with, you know, he didn't do too well when James was in the offense, but yeah, I, I think he's just, I think he's just an all around better football player than, than Aaron Jones.
0: Yeah. Eight, um, A.J. Dillon is actually my most rostered, like running back that, you know, you've heard of besides, you know, like Hassan Haskins or whatever guys that don't, uh, cost you anything to roster so on those uh rebuilding or retooling teams, I've been adding a lot of Dylan. Teams.
1: I'm trying, fortunately, he's retooling. scoring like a lot of those guys a lot of weeks. Well, I know, yeah, well, that's
0: why I've been able to get him so cheap. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I traded like Mariota for him in one league. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll give you Mariota and a couple of thirds for AJ Dylan in a second. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. Holy cow, yeah, Was that? A two quarterback league? No, just super flex.
2: Somebody took me Mar- What did it? Holy cow! That's a steal.
0: Yeah, I think
1: it was. I forget. By the Somebody way, did anybody think in relevant, week thirteen man. Mariota would still be starting? Um, he's still. anybody
0: training. think? Yeah, no, he's terrible. I, it's just. so – I know. Stupid. I'm just amazed, by, My like we all, I, we
1: were all sure, like Desmond Ritter was was you know going to have a decent. There's, a, there's a, a guy you game. should buy. Right. I yeah, mean, he stinks, but sure. Yeah, he stinks. But
0: <laughs> I mean, he's not worse value. than Mariota. He might not and he's have a, a whole value. year.
1: His value, but I thought he had a guaranteed value bump coming into the year because I was sure he was going to start this year. I'm not sure he ever starts if he doesn't start this year. Like, they're well i guess they're not going to be bad enough to be at the very high end but i still could see them drafting a first round quarterback at like 15 or you know guys you know mac jones got drafted at 50 guys you know decent prospects can get, i agree but he's a guy that's going to start for <laughs> yeah, like no, i get it three get it. four years and it, over a desmond ritter you know what i mean so yeah 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 for sure for sure that's one uh, of those things where if you got if the desmond ritter people
2: paid a little too much to get him and they're not gonna let him go for anything easy. Like that's most people, yeah. most people reach for, for Desmond Ritter.
0: That's true. That's true. All right. Okay. Well this one, we're going to go to the opposite side here. Uh, we've got some young wide receivers. Uh, we talked a lot about these guys um, in the summer and we all had our, our thoughts and rankings. We had on a lot of great people, you know, film and data and, uh put together rankings and now we're getting to see him on the field a little bit. Um, and hopefully the last one here in the next couple of weeks, we get to see. So there's a bunch of names here. Uh, I want to see who, how you guys feel at this point. Um, again, it's not, we're not worried about contender or anything. We're just saying, how do you feel about these guys going forward? Um, and who do you most want? So uh, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, George Pickens, Drake London, Traylon Burks, jameson williams and christian watson
1: wow that's
0: so seven names there those are basically all the major pieces
1: from you know wide receiver class this past wide speaking receiver speaking of watson i'm I'm very happy to see like he was a guy i liked a lot going into the draft pro- coming out of the draft process and then he kind of got left for dead because he got hurt and didn't do much yeah, the year. yeah. And, and now we're seeing what he's capable of but uh
2: Gosh, this is tough. What is it? I got I, I got five of the seven. Can you repeat those again one more time? Okay,
0: so Wilson, Olave, Pickens, London, Burks, Williams, Watson. All right. It's a big list, but I think they all they all need to be mentioned because know, agree. Just, that's where we're at right now. I think we're gonna look back and say this is a pretty productive class, you know.
2: I'm I'm going to start my list with Olave first of all. I'll tell you that much. That's yeah. What's... I I, yes, I agree. I have Lave at one as
1: well. I agree. And he's in a tier with one other guy for me, even though he's produced more than this guy. I think I have my list. I can go. My all number right, two right. guy is Wilson. I would yeah. I would have them in the same tier. I I, I think the only reason he hasn't having the season Olave is having is Zach Wilson. Um, we saw that when Mike White came in this week and he's produced with Joe Flacco as well. So you want a three ain't bad. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I think those two are, are clearly the top. I struggle with three and four cause I, I didn't love London coming in. I ended up putting him at four. I put Pickens ahead of him. Uh, I, I was, I, I kind of had them neck and neck in the draft process and, uh, I kind of gave London the edge uh, because of, you know, he uh, had done more in college and he was drafted much higher basically. So, uh, but I kind of put Pickens there now that we're seeing them both on the field. Uh, I know London's got shitty quarterbacking and shitty coaching, but, (laughs) but Pickens doesn't have the best quarterbacking either. And now that Claypool's out of there, he's still, he's still, you know, he's producing decently. He's getting you double digit points most weeks. So, uh, and London is not doing that. Uh, and I think Pickens future is super bright. So I'd have those two, I think in, in a tier. tier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then Williams, probably a tier of his own just because we don't know what he is yet, but I love him. So he'd be my five. Yep. I, he was, he was my wide receiver. I think it was Wilson Williams for me. Uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 And then, and Williams might've been my number one, if he didn't have the injury. So, uh, He's a guy that can, you know, he can go you deep. I loved
0: him, and I know John loved him too. So I'm curious to see where, yeah. where John's
1: at. He's now. a guy that, you know, he can he can beat you deep, but he's a lot more than that. Uh, I, I I think I mentioned this on Trade addicts that I think that may be how they use him when he comes back this year, just because they don't, you know, they they have some other weapons there, and he's he's still getting in the swing of things. And I think they might yeah, just use him true. to stretch defenses more than anything. But I think next year we'll see the all around game from him. And then uh, I probably have the other two also in a tier together, which would be, I did put Burke six, Watson seven, just because Burks is, you know, he did get hurt too. Um, but yeah. I think he's done it a little more this year, even when he wasn't producing points. If you looked at some of the uh, analytics, he was he was doing a lot on the, he wasn't getting as many routes run and things like that. They weren't using as, mu- as much earlier in the year, but he was producing on, on a per route basis. Um, and Watson, I am loving what I'm seeing, but it's not like he's going. It's not like he's getting like ten targets a game or anything yet. He's he's producing partially because of touchdowns, which is not always sticky. Uh, he's only got I think like four catches in each game that he's you know he's had like I think three twenty point games in a row or something like that, but only like four or five catches if that. Um, and all of them, so uh, I, I like what I'm seeing, but I think I want to see a little more. And same with Burks; I mean, he he has he hasn't even boomed as much as Watson has, I think. But uh, I just I liked Burks a little more coming out, and I don't think that either one has separated themselves from the other, despite this little run from Watson.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I think all that pretty much makes sense. I have a couple minor tweaks on mine, but John, let's go to you next. Olavi.
2: And then uh, I, I just – I think Wilson's just a better talent than the rest of these guys. It's all around better talent. I like Jameson Williams. I, I I thought he was my number one, but, you know, I just it's taking so yeah. long to recover from this injury. I don't know how he's going to come they're, out. I think
0: they're just taking their time because
2: – Well, that's the, the other thing, too, is them. I don't know who their quarterback's going to be next year, and he's a field yeah. stretcher. If they get a guy with a noodle arm that's an accurate – yeah. What if they get, like, a Mac Jones? I mean, like, uh, there's not a Mac Jones next year's draft, but I don't know how that offense is going to be. And that's a team another team that we're talking about. It's got a lot of talent on it. There's a lot of talent on a team for the you know there's a, the running backs the you know the, the tight end, the well the the, the tight end would be somebody they're gonna they're gonna get what's the name from Notre Dame I think in next year will be the first Michael one pick. Meyer yeah that's what I, I think they got rid of Hawkinson because they had they're laser focused on getting replaced in the tight end position with Meyer so uh, just there's a lot of good people a lot of good uh, talent on a team I think he's just going to be a, a field stretcher you know kind of like a best ball guy the same as Watson is but I got London after him. Traylon Burks, I I had a lot of doubts about Burks. I I just didn't, you know, of course, the asthma stuff was just kind of, you know, that all goes away. Guys, you know, it is what it is. Uh, But Burks is, he's really impressing me now. I didn't, I didn't like him a lot. I, I didn't know what his skill set was going to be. I mean, he's a big dude like AJ Brown. I, I just I didn't know he. There's no way you can be AJ Brown, and he's turning into AJ Brown in that offense slowly but surely, which is really it's impressing me to be honest with you. Yeah. Um Pickens. I, I traded for Pickens in a lot of places, uh, and I, I traded a lot of times a first and a second to get the Kenny Pickett, uh, George Pickens stack in a lot of leagues, and that's fine. You know, I get. I'd better have what I think is going to be the future than some kind of dice roll in a, in a rookie draft, you know. So I'm super happy with that. And then Watson, I, he's just a best ball player to me. I, I, he's he's MVS. He's down on Peoples-Jones. He's he's those kind of guys. He's good. But, man, how many times has this guy dropped the ball before? I, I know he's, he catches those. He runs those, like, 10-yard slants, and, he, you know, he's, he's so fast that he beats guys on, on slants. There's nobody can catch you when you're doing one of slants and he runs them pretty well. And again, what happens if Rogers is going? I I know Love's got a pretty good arm too, but uh, Rogers is, is just a different quarterback that to hit a guy like Watson and make him look good. But again, I think Watson's is just the best ball player.
0: Yeah. Well, I think a lot of you, I mean, both of you had a lot of the same points about these players. Now that we're getting to see them on the field and, um, you know, see what they can actually do. I think, Most of these guys, though, they're just I don't I don't think we're truly seeing them being unleashed because they're pretty much all on bad teams. (laughs) Like, you know, I I mean, every one of these guys is on on a a bad team. I mean, yeah, Tennessee's got a winning record. Don't the Jets have
1: a winning record? I don't
0: know. And I think (laughs) yeah, the Jets do, too. But it's like, are they really great
1: teams? No, you know, and they're not, um, great, especially like I said with Zach Wilson, they weren't a, so, even if they were a good team, yeah. they weren't a great offense. No,
0: but I'm, I will say this I mean, London was my guy, but in the one rookie draft we do before the NFL draft, I had the third pick and could have taken London. But I took Garrett Wilson because I thought he was a safer pick. And and when you have a rookie draft before the NFL draft, you don't want to waste those picks, especially high picks. So uh, I went I went with Wilson there. So I can tell you that as much as I love London, Smart um, man. Wilson was just, I felt like the safer pick. So I would have Olave, Wilson, Pickens, and London, all four to me in that same tier. I love all those guys. And I'd be happy to give up a 23 first for any one of those guys, uh, assuming it's not a top three pick. Um and then I would have a, a another tier, then Burks and, and Williams and Watson. And and I think, you know, Watson turned out for me, I, I think I only have like three or four shares, and they were all basically like 110, 111, 112. I took them on really good teams where I could swing for the fences where if he busted, it wasn't really gonna ruin my team. But if he does anything. Um, you know, if he hits big, I mean, it's, it's huge. And, but if he does anything and I can make a profit, I will probably do that. So I will probably be trading a share or two, um, or packaging up maybe, um, you know, we'll see what happens over the next couple of months, but I I think there's a good possibility. I'll be selling him for a profit. So I'd be excited about that.
2: I took Sky Moore over Watson in almost every draft. I had the opportunity between both of them. That's just where I was. So if that tells you anything, Rife, You know, that's how I felt.
0: Yeah, well, and I think you know the thing on on Moore is that, uh, it, it, just like Watson, is that he needed some time, so it's nice to see that he's gotten on the field. Um, but we'll we'll see with him too. I, I'm not I'm not like necessarily worried about him either because I think he does need a little bit of time. And like Juju's only on a one year deal. Um, you know, Tony, is. who knows? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of opportunity there too, so I'm not really worried about it. I mean, Hardman, he can't stay healthy, he can't do much, so I, I'm not worried about any of those guys. I think Moore's got a good opportunity going forward. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's going to turn out to be, yeah, I mean, that's seven guys there that I think he'd be pretty happy drafting any of them. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think anybody's upset of uh, what they got out of those guys at this point. Um, okay so last one we'll do here is quarterbacks uh, we kind of had we know who like the top elite six or seven are so we're gonna we're gonna move down from that um, and I think maybe you guys have one or two of these players in that tier uh, but for me this is clearly like these are the guys I would want to pair with one of those elite guys um, this is like that next tier that I don't know quite how to put these guys. Uh, Seven names again, a lot of names here, but let's do this. So Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Justin Fields, Tua, T-Law, Dak, and Lance. So Kyler, Watson, Fields, Tua, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Trey Lance.
2: I'm tell you right end. now who's going to be last. It's going to be <laughs>
0: Trey Lance. <laughs> okay. I, I would have him last, too. Rocky, would you have him last? Yes. Okay, then just eliminate him. He's he's going to eliminate. So, Murray Watson-Fields to T-Law Dak. I mean, I think we've seen... It's kind of interesting. I kind of want to know where Watson fits in here too, which I think maybe our minds will change in a month. <laughs> but you know, I want to know right now, right? And I think I know Rocky, you and I have both traded for some Watson shares.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, that we're ready to see
0: if that pays off, you know?
1: Yeah, I have one league, TA1, where I'm gonna be I, I only have one quarterback, so I, I'm gonna be starting. Like, I had to, I kind of skimped because I knew I had Watson later in the year, and I have Hertz is my QB1. So I I had Wentz, and then he got hurt, and then I got Davis Mills, and then he got benched. I have the same scenario in a
0: league, the exact same guys, except I have Darnold um as well so i got uh, one part out of it yes
1: yeah, so and now i'll have I'll finally I'll, well not finally because i think mills just got benched a week or two ago but now i'll have two quarterbacks again with watson coming back but i'm not expecting a ton from him in 2022 but he will probably be at least as good as davis mills and Wentz. so uh,
0: <laughs> fair fair point yeah uh, uh, he better be <laughs> i hope mean. so yeah but yeah, yeah I,
1: ha- I have my list if you if you want me to go first again. all right go ahead rocky I have it pretty close in the order you listed them. Okay. Uh, I have Kyler one. Uh, I, I think I would put him in a tier by himself just cause I think he has, he's, he has the highest ceiling of these guys and we've seen it more from him than we've seen it from say a fields. Uh, he's got the rushing upside. And uh, as long as they, and I think if, if, uh, Kingsbury, uh, cliff kingsbury goes after this year i think that could actually help him because i i I I don't think kingsbury is this great offensive mind the cardinals thought he was going to be so uh so i have him one i put watson two i don't know if you guys have him that high but i i still expect after like i said i think this year he's going to be shaking the rust off he hasn't played in almost well over two years i guess in actual time yeah uh and uh, I, you know, I don't think it, the, the timing of when he's coming back is great with, you know, it's going to be now December in Cleveland and uh, just a lot of factors. Uh, I don't think we're going to see peak Deshaun Watson, but I think with the full off season, uh with maybe adding some weapons, I expect him to get back to what we saw before. And that guy is definitely two on this list. The guy we saw, be- you know, back in Houston. I'd say uh, one. So I kind of think I put him in a tier by himself, and then the next, the next three I'm all gonna put in a tier. But I could see Fields moving up. Uh, I have Fields three, and uh, basically because of the rushing, we've seen him you know go crazy with that in recent weeks uh, before the injury. Uh, yeah. And that's basically it. And he's looking decent as a passer, too. And he has no weapons. So, I mean, if the, the, that can improve, he literally rise. Yeah. <laughs> and especially now that, that Mooney's uh, out yeah, for the year, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's done. Uh, two of four, Dak five, which maybe that I could see a lot of people arguing with that. But two has been better than Dak this year. And yep. then uh, in a tier easily below the rest is Trevor Lawrence for me, who's... I think people still remember that he started off a lot better than last year, but he has not been that great most of this year. So, after he had like a good, a decent first few weeks, and then he's kind of not as bad as last year, but definitely tailed off a lot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. All right, John.
1: Man, I'm going to
2: have a little different list than you guys. <laughs> That's yeah, good. Uh, That's I fun. That's all so. So you want. Yeah. So. I got Watson right. number one. I just think that he's I going to, it. you know, it is what it is. He's just a great athlete, great quarterback, great everything. Even they're going to, ha- they had good receivers there already, and they're just going to get better. Uh So I have, I, I, it's really hard for me to, to determine between uh Dak Prescott and Trevor Lawrence as my two, three. That, that's kind of like, that's, wow. I had those guys pretty, pretty close. Uh, I'm kind two, of a T-law uh, hater. I just, yeah, yeah. It, I could tell, but it's all right. It, it's, <laughs> I, uh. I Tua is just going to be good because if you watch the games, I watch the condensed games every one of the games when they're over with, you know. So,
0: a Tua, Dolphins fan, by the way. Oh well, yeah, I'm a Dolphins
2: fan by the way, and and I have yep. him above Murray and Fields, but just because of the fact that the matter that he throws 5-yard slants that turn into 85-yard touchdowns on a regular basis. He almost throws like five interceptions a game. He's so sloppy and inaccurate all the time, but it, you can't not have a good game when you have those two guys to throw to. <laughs> You know, it's ridiculous and he's got Ms. Kesecki to get open at tight end too when those guys are busy or covered. It's and Keseki doesn't do much, but he doesn't have to because everything is a five-yard slant. The, the teams are—they can't cover him man-to-man, so they—they they cover him in zone defense. And these guys know exactly. Okay, I'm going to go right between the linebacker and between this right between the linebacker and safety, and I'll be open right there. And it's a seven-yard pass, and they turn it into like everything's at least a 20-yard completion, and they go bam, 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 and they get to the red zone when it's man coverage and they can't do anything when they don't have room to room to run. So I like Tua just for the fact that the matter that, Um, I like Tua better than Murray. Uh, I think Murray's kind of showing showing his true colors right now. I don't think he is better than i don't think i man i i don't think Tua is what everybody thought he was going to be coming out you guys obviously disagree because he was number one on your list uh rocky but I, I just think Tua has a lot of he's got a lot of head games he's got to play with you mean kyler you know, or, or kyler i'm sorry yeah. he's got a lot of head games going on he makes a lot of bad decisions sometimes he doesn't he's he is at, when people are open and he makes a lot of throws that, that a lot of people would not, would not make either. you know. And his receivers are kind of making him look good, too, also. Kind of like, you know, I would say kind of like <clears throat> the same thing like Tua. I don't think Murray would be Murray without the rece- the, the talent he has around him. And Fields, I, I, obviously for fantasy football, this guy is ridiculous. He is a running quarterback. When you're throwing for 100 yards a game, or 120 yards a game, a runner for 200, how long is that going to last for? You know, in fantasy, we're playing three-year windows. Uh, he's already beat up. He's well, already, you know, he's yeah, getting... four games. <laughs> That's how long he lasted. <laughs> I, I I understand there's no weapons on the team, but there's other there's other people out there that don't have. I mean, look what two had to work with last year, and he didn't do very well. But it was arguably the same or worse than what's than what uh um yeah you know. So right. I, I I just I don't or Trevor last year anyway. But uh I I I just don't see Fields progressing all the way as much as I want to I'm crossing my fingers and I'm hoping things happen and next year they're going to have next year is excuse me the Justin Fields make or break year because they're going to have draft picks they have 160 some million dollars in draft capital to spend you know on free agents and uh offensive linemen and they're going to say, hey, the clock starts right now after the draft. Here's your guys. Let's see what you do with this offense. And if you're just a running quarterback who can't make completions, then we're going to move on. So I think next year is his make or break. But I don't see his longevity in NFL as long as as long as long anybody else on this list anyway.
1: I just wanted to say – God, now I'm choking up here. Um, I just wanted to say that uh, – <laughs> Uh, With Kyler, I don't disagree with some of what you said. Uh, I don't necessarily love him the most from a real-life perspective um, in terms of, like you said, some of the stuff with the body language and, you know, when Call of Duty comes out and all that. But uh, I just think from a fantasy perspective, we're seeing, like, a floor season at this point, and he's QB9. So, and... I just think the potential there if a coach can come in and get more out of them. Uh, I agree. The weapons help, but I I see no reason they can't, uh, you know, keep uh, putting weapons around them. Uh, So I I just think the ceiling is so much higher and his floor is so high too because of the rushing Uh, and because he's a, of, of all the guys that are like have real high end rushing potential, he might be the best, like, actual passer out of them i believe like between him and lamar and hurts and, and those kind of guys the fields that have the the real high-end russian keep cap- and he's not quite as high-end as them but he's 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 in that range so uh you think definitely not a better a-
2: passer than trevor lawrence
1: uh so far in his nfl career yeah
2: uh, for the long term, I think that Trevor is going to be just a, I mean, I'm not talking about the last couple of weeks when he's hitting people that, uh, but he's since day one, he's shown flashes of just brilliance. Uh, it's on a regular basis because of what he had to deal with last year. And, you know, they're learning a new system now. And he, you know, he's, he's got decent Zay Jones. I mean, whatever it's, it's, it's nothing special, but I, I think that, that Trevor is
1: going to be. Well, and I was talking to you about this list. I was saying among the other guys that have the rushing upside that, that, that Kyler has that Trevor has one of the best tried. passers he does but not I not like this year he has I, I just pulled up his stats he has 179 yards Kyler has like 420 or something like that so uh, he can move I, I don't disagree with that but he's not using it that way uh, you know the way some of those other guys are like I said so I he I just from a fantasy perspective uh I like I like Kyler a lot more than Lawrence. I get it. That's, that's
2: fine.
0: All right. Well, the good news is there's three of us, so there's <laughs> going to be a tiebreaker here. Um, for me, I have Watson won just because uh, the quarterback play this year has just been terrible, man. Like, it's just been awful. And I don't know. I'm hoping maybe he gives us some hope and, like, everyone, oh, but they're a, they're a running team. Yeah, because they had Baker and they had Brissette. That's why, and you have the best running back in the league. That's why you're running the ball a lot. I mean, it makes sense that you would do that. Um, And then if you give a quarterback 250 million, I would think you're going to pass maybe a little bit more. You know, these people that think it's going to be like, you know, fields passing numbers. It's just, it's not. I mean, are they going to lead the league in pass attempts? No, but they should be a pretty balanced team. Um, You know, and there's a couple of guys that, are really talented that we've seen flashes from even with the Jacoby brissettes of the world. And, you know, I'd love to see a, a Donovan Peoples Jones get unlocked by, you know, Watson. He can do, he could easily do what Will Fuller did down in Houston with Watson. I mean, he he is, is as talented or more than Will Fuller. And
1: he's, he's had an underrated season even with Jacoby Brissett. Yes. He yes. like, he's, he's been consistently in like the 12 to 17, 18-point range. I have nightmares about that guy because,
2: uh, because I let him go for absolutely nothing last year. I figured <laughs> I know what he is. He's, he's going to be this for the rest of his life. He's going to be nothing. But And now he's turned out to be a pretty damn good receiver. And that's like, oh, man, I had this guy for nothing. And I just let him go in every league because I, I outsmarted myself. But, yeah,
1: he's, he looks pretty good.
2: Feels like yeah, he's helping
1: kill on my David Bell shares. You know, yeah. So,
0: but there's another guy, right? Yeah.
1: David Bell. He he can be uh come he's
0: in, in the slot. Uh, you know, Cooper's playing well. And Joku, Harrison Bryant, both running backs can catch. I mean, it's it's not like he has nobody to throw to. I mean, let's be honest here. Um, and the defense hasn't been that great considering, you know, some of the personnel that they have. So if they have to score some points, uh, they'll, they'll throw the ball. I promise you they will. Um, so So I'm going to have him at one, one,
2: one, two for Watson. So that's consensus number one, pretty much across the board. So, yeah. Uh,
0: and I mean, I just, I just hate Kyler. So, I mean, there was no (laughs) way he was going to be in my top two. Um, Especially, uh, so Hard Knocks in season is on now, and it's the Cardinals. Remember they did in season for the first yeah, time ever Colts, last year with the Colts, yeah. and this year is the Cardinals. Uh, man, I love DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> man. Um, and Buda Baker has just absolutely shocked me. That dude is a little badass. Um, granted, I could probably step on him. He's, he's like 40, <laughs> but uh, he is one badass dude, uh, and I would play with that guy any, any day of the week. Uh, but, but Kyler, you could just tell, man, he's just immature and I, talented, of course. But I there's something about that guy. I, I do not like him. Um, so I would have Watson one, Dak two. I'll put Kyler three just because, I mean, I think a coaching change would help him. But I also know that the Bidwells are incredibly cheap. And they've given a lot of money to uh, Kingsbury and the contract extension. So he, he may get another year, which is really sad because he doesn't deserve it um i will have fields four just for the fact of of the rushing Uh, none of these other guys can rush the way that he can Uh, hopefully they'll get him some weapons next year um but you can't, can't count on the bears to get him some protection or weapons you just really can't um tua you're exactly right john uh i have him at five and Listen, a guy doesn't have to be good, and he's not. He's, he's not good. He's not great. He's not a great quarterback. Uh, he still isn't. But it doesn't mean that he can't score fantasy points, right? So it doesn't mean that we don't want him. Um, but, he, you know, you got to give the credit to Miami for doing all that. That's what the Bears need to look at and give fields. What Miami's done for Tua that's what Chicago needs to do for fields and all of these franchises, frankly, for all their young quarterbacks. Uh, that is the model. Like if this is a copycat league, I want to see teams do that because yeah, if right, you can make Tua put up these numbers. Imagine what you can do with, you know, Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields and uh, you know, hell even Kyler Murray and and some of those guys, right? Like let's give them some protection. Let's give them some weapons. Let's, you know, keep them ahead of the chains. Let's put them in good situations. I mean, that's, Trevor's gonna kill me really next year. It's the future, man. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Um, so Watson, Dak, Murray, Fields, Tua, and then I have Trevor Lawrence last. Um, I think he's gonna I think he's gonna continue building. I'm essentially treating this as his rookie year um, because I just completely threw out everything from last year. <laughs> and you know, we'll just we'll just kind of see if he's able to take another step forward. Uh I, I do think he will, but I don't think he'll ever be elite. So I'm I'm glad I only have one. Year. Um <laughs> so I don't have to worry about it honestly. But but yeah, that's interesting. I mean that, that next quarterback tier is gonna be real interesting, especially with, with uh the musical chairs that'll happen. You know, certainly this offseason with having not enough quarterbacks for 32 teams. Uh, and then you have some of those situations where guys are just locked in because, you know, Russell Wilson's like the NBA right now, like, you know, Brooklyn's getting, they're firing Jason Kidd. They're not trading Kevin Durant, you know, same thing in Denver. They're going to get a new coach. They're not getting rid of Russell Wilson. They can't do anything with that contract. So they'll have to figure out a way around that. Um, But yeah, man, quarterback, super flex. That's what it's all about. So well, let's go figure out what to do with those guys, and let's see what happens with Watson. Um, I'm gonna do a quick listener league update, and then we'll get into find me a trade here. Uh, as we get towards the playoffs, listener league one, Rocky and Andrew have lost two in a row, and they've fallen out of first place. It's a this shame. Is, this we were, is we first
1: place all year. Started 11 and 0, I believe. Uh, like there's double headers and stuff. And, so embarrassing. So embarrassing. Is. I just don't. I just don't
0: get it. I mean. Listen, we're like five points doing, off the points lead now. What the hell? The, the top five spots are clinched, though. So, I mean, you're going to be in the playoffs. So, you know, we'll we'll see what happens in the playoffs. Ultimately, nobody's going to remember losing two in the regular season if you win the championship. So, yeah, let's get there. We're going to have a bye, too. And um and listen, I'm doing my part. I'm leading the Bijan sweepstakes. Okay. <laughs> I'm currently the 101. Now let's keep it that way. Let's let's get going because I'm gonna need about four 101s to be competitive at any point in the <laughs> next two years. Um, so yeah, that's good. Uh listener league two. Um Andrew Ember is running away with the one seed. He has a five-point lead over the two seed, and yet team the seeds two through nine are only separated by five points so you have kind of like one team running away with it and then you have uh seven more teams that are fighting for for five spots so uh that that should be is that the victory
1: points you're talking about or correct yeah okay yes you just said point i wanted to make that clear to people yes victory points yes um
0: as far as our team, both of our teams are so shitty that yes. <laughs> we are not going to make the playoffs and we're not going to get the one-on-one. So clearly proof that our listeners are, are way smarter better at you. fantasy. Yeah. You guys <laughs> just drafted bad or what? Yeah, man. We, well, we, we just got crushed by injuries. Our Rocky, mine and Rocky's team. We just got crushed by injuries. We lost everyone. We lost Marquise Brown. Like nope. we, we lost everybody, man. Um, I,
1: and and your team, I have
0: no idea what they're doing, so you're going to have to ask them. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe some redemption next year, but uh, for now, we'll just suck and deal with it. Um, okay. Well, let's get to find me a trade here. Uh, you know, one thing I want to point out, and we'll make sure we do a better job of this in the future is a lot of these trade deadlines are passing. So we've got submissions, but if your trade deadline passed, it's kind of pointless to do a find me a trade. Right. Um, so what we want to ask now from the listeners uh, guys, we need your submissions for yes. leagues that don't have a trade deadline. <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> because
0: that's what's going to make sense right now. Um, we did find one, however, that the trade deadline is this week and it's a sleeper league. So, on MFL, if the trade deadline is this week, it would be at the first kickoff of the first game, which would mean it's already passed because Bills Patriots has already started. However, on Sleeper, it's the opposite. It's actually at the end of the last game. So, trades could be accepted all the way through the last snap of the Monday night football game, which I, I did make, I pulled off a trade last week on the very last play, the fourth quarter of the uh, game. Trading away DeAndre Hopkins in a, a league I'm not gonna win. So, um super uh, Libre, real Libre quick. such a better
1: platform. Real, real quick before we get into it, I'd be sad if we didn't we didn't put this in here. Find me a trade.
0: Okay. Oh, excellent! I had to get. Har thank hard you, in thank <laughs> you, Brian Hart, for that. I, thank I you, Um. All right, I am going to, okay, so this trade was submitted by Megan Benevento at Maggie McShag on Twitter. Um, I do have her team pulled up
1: here. Rocky, do you want to do the team or the settings? I'll do the uh, settings because I, I can't, sh- are you
0: going to share the screen? I will. Okay.
1: Because I don't, I don't have that up. So I go to settings and, and her description, and then you can go through the roster. <clears throat> uh, she's a, in a ten team, one QB PPR, uh, start nine QB, two running backs, two wide receiver, tight end, three flex. So smaller uh, size league in terms of teams, smaller you know starting roster, uh, twenty eight roster spots, four IR, five taxi. Uh, and she says, always in the playoffs, often favored, but never won the ship. Have a reputation of drunk trading to my own detriment, which I love Megan for that line. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, so I've avoided trades for a season or two due to, due to low balls, but after being the bridesmaid in the playoffs for the first three seasons, I'm itching to win now without sacrificing the future. I recently made some blockbuster RB trades, uh, running back trades. As we, when we go through her roster, you'll uh, you see that she does have very good running backs. Very good everything, pretty much. But uh, but think I still have room to improve by leveraging my QB depth. Uh, which I'm not so sure in a one QB league, but we can get into the. She does have very good QB depth though, uh, but we can get yeah. into the roster. It's pretty loaded. Uh, let me. I got yeah, it separated by so,
2: position. If you want me to do it.
0: Um, I do. Well, I do too. So, no, all right. Um, okay. So it is a one quarterback league. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota, running back, Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones. Uh, Abdullah, P. Ryan, Snell, Blackshear, Reynolds, Haskins, Hunt, Kareem Hunt. Um, obviously loaded there on the top end. A bunch of uh, guys that could plug in any week as well with, with injuries or whatever. Um, too many too many to start, honestly. It's, I think she can only start five. Um, probably has six, seven starting running backs there. <laughs> um, wide receivers A.J. Brown, Jalen Waddell, Amon Ra, Sun God. Um, Corey Davis, Cedric Wilson, Dorch, Noah Brown, McKenzie, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, you know, a bunch of other random guys there, Juju as well. Um, and then tight end Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, Austin Hooper, and Jelani Woods. And then she looks like she does have a handful of 23 picks and 24 as well, except the 24 first. So um, basically about as loaded as you can get. Uh for a one quarterback league. I mean, this is exactly how you're supposed to do it. Um, I completely agree with uh, her thoughts of saying, you know, she has the depth that quarterback and be nice to leverage that. But I also completely agree with Rocky that I don't know that it's possible. Looking through some of these other rosters, didn't really find a team where I thought they would be willing to give up much for one of those quarterbacks. Uh, I believe she's a uh, Chargers or Herbert fan. So I'm I'm guessing she'd want to trade Josh Allen, which would bring the better return most likely. Um, that would be my recommendation, but I didn't see a team that, that had a piece that made sense for them to give up. I would guess maybe a middling team that's trying to, you know, plug in a quarterback to make a run. But again, I didn't really find one that made sense. So, um, you know, Rocky let's, let's go to yours first. Uh, and then, and then John, and then I'll I'll wrap up the end.
1: Sure. Uh, in my little write up when I did my trade, I put the the real answer here is probably do nothing, uh, because this team yeah. is pretty loaded. Uh, it's got high end starters and depth at pretty much every position, um, except maybe uh, tight end. But you have Travis Kelsey, so who cares if you have depth? Uh, so I. But we're obviously not going to say do nothing and then end the show. So, um, so, oh, <laughs> well,
0: we can have a great night. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Junkies out. No, um, <laughs> but uh, even for like I said, even for 10 team, a ridiculously good roster, the only thing I'd consider is possibly uh, is trying to consolidate uh, because you have so many good players. Uh, so. I put something, I, I, I'm not sure if this is enough. I, I kind of think it is, uh, especially since going to sort of like a team that's contending or at least in the playoff race but isn't isn't one of the high-end teams, so I think it might make sense for them to, to break Stefan Diggs into two pieces. So I put uh, trying something like Mixon and Hopkins to the team A-Dub-Trey Law for Diggs. Um, get get a year or two younger. Uh, you get production actually isn't that far off on a per game basis this year, but you do get a little more production. Uh, and, uh, but that can also be used as a plus, like, you know, you're not losing that much getting hopping you know, if you're talking with the guy, so, or girl. So, uh, and the other team only has cook and Ramondre at RB uh, who, who Ramondre has been very good cook is cook, but that's all they have. You have to start to, uh, and actually all of these, like, pretty much every running back. If you go mix in, if you decide to, I, I mentioned later on that, you know, if mixing wasn't mixing Hopkins wasn't enough, I'd be willing to maybe upgrade from Mixon to do this even. And all of those running backs are better than, uh, Ramondre and, uh, and cook this year. So, uh, you can, yeah. you, you can give any of them and they're getting not only an upgrade, but also depth. Cause then now they have three guys that they can easily plug into their lineup every week. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. That was pretty much my reasoning there. Uh, not a major drop off with Hopkins. You Like I said, you give them the running back that they might want. And you get an uh, even more elite player in Stefan Diggs, who is the wide receiver one this year and has like, last I checked, 90 and a touchdown tonight. That's the only issue is that he already played this week and you have a trade deadline. So I don't know if sleeper lets you put in uh, get players that have already played okay yeah so if you can if you can still trade for him I, I would give it a shot um and again it's the only thing i can think of is consolidate some of these already really good players and get an even better player potentially
0: yeah i mean that that definitely makes sense we want to get the most points in our lineup right we want to uh, maximize that and then it helps you With those lineup decisions because you're going to You're going to have some uh, crazy lineup Decisions
1: here, even with so. doing something like this She's still going to have ridiculous lineup decisions. Have Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: um, You know But I, I also look at some of the Trades that she just made and See you know trading DK Metcalf For Joe Mixon trading uh, This one I love Sky Morn a 24 first for Josh Jacobs I love that trade. Uh, Yeah, I love that trade that was a great trade. Um, that, that that makes perfect sense for both teams. teams. I, I like yeah. it for both teams. Um, so that makes sense. Um, John, why don't you give us your thoughts on that trade, and then you can jump into yours.
2: You know that this. First of all, this roster is like you guys said, it's fantastic. I, I don't, but there is just so much fat to cut here. There's a lot of players that don't even belong on like a, a roster that you need you can, get, you can get rid of real yeah. right away. I would, I, I, you know, I'm looking to trade away guys. Like, I don't know what's going to happen with Kareem Hunt. You know, we talked about Aaron Jones before, all oh, this contracts coming up soon. I, I'm going to sell high on guys like that. Uh, and then I, I look at teams that like, especially Darren Waller. I can't wait to get Darren Waller off every team I possibly can. so I, if I'm looking at a team that has really, you know, nothing at tight end, that's, there's uh, JJ Baker, 23, but that's that team really needs a tight end, and then quarterbacks. Uh, there's no reason to have five, you know, four quarterbacks on a one quarterback league. I understand that. You, hey, you got to fill a roster, but you only need two quarterbacks in this whole league. You don't need Derek Carr. The two quarterbacks you have, you can write off in the sense that for the next twenty years, with the two quarterbacks you have right now. So anybody that like King King Dubs ninety one and uh, Zaza Gargles Curry. I don't. Well, I hope it's Curry. I don't. I don't want to hear. You know. <laughs> there's a different name for it, whatever, but I don't know. Uh, I got a dirty mind, but uh, there's uh, there there's some things here that she could definitely go. You know what I did? I combed through the waiver wire too. I put all these, I imported all these guys in a, on, a, on a spreadsheet and I kind of combed through to see what was available. And surprisingly for this setup here, there's really not that many free agents available in the top 300 that, you know, that this league has. But I'm, I'm looking, if I'm trying to sell Waller, I'm, I'm looking to I like, that you know, like, like try to get like a, you know, a Calvin Ridley or, you know, AJ Dillon or, you know, you want running backs on a team like this. You want
0: add value like, for next year. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Try and get a couple, like, you know, try and piece a couple like the Nico Collins and the Trey McBrides. Like, you know, I, if you want to, you can get rid of a couple of t- these tight ends, a couple of pieces and try for young, if you can get Darren Waller for Trey McBride as somebody that's trying to win right now with the rest of their positions. I mean, she is win now. If there, she is the epitome of win now, but you go after running backs. Go after Jalen Warrens, the the you know the Kenny Gainwells, the, uh, the Khalil Shakurs, you know guys like that in this in this in this league. Go after Mike Gesekis and and Travis Ebners, you know guys that might have an opportunity next year. Dan Bellingers, uh, KJ Hamlers. There's there's Sam Hollow is not even owned in this league anywhere. He's somebody that if you want to have just a third quarterback, you can get him instead of you know the the other quarterbacks you have. Uh, try and sell Isaiah McKenzie. Uh, Caleb Huntley's available, but I mean, in a, in rosters like this, I'd rather have Caleb Huntley than like Russell Gage or Jelani Woods or, you know, before you look into trades, I always comb the waiver wire. John Mechie's available too. I know he had cancer this year, but it's someone you could just pick up for free right now before you even make a trade. So I'd f- try to fill my roster first of all, with players that are available on the waiver wire that could pan out first of all next year. And then I'd look to get rid of Darren Wallers and the, uh, you know, the, um, Get rid of Derek Carr. Get rid of Mariota right now. Wait, Mariota might not be worth a penny next year. Nothing. Derek Carr is not doing great this year, but there there are teams that need quarterbacks in this league. Trade him for a second round pick, a third round pick. Who cares? In a 10 team league, those those picks are consolidated. You're going a lot more a lot more for your buck for draft picks than you will, you know, just uh, you know what somebody's going to give you for Derek Carr or Mariota right now, especially in the one 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 quarterback league. I would start from, from scratch with consolidated draft picks. Uh, for then, then have Derek Carr, Mariota, or you know, Austin Hooper, you know, the Sterling Shepard. If you some people are getting second round picks for Sterling Shepard, hey, have at it, man. <laughs> there you go. We talked about that earlier. Noah Brown, we know what he's not going to do in this in this league. Greg Dorsey is somebody I like, I'm you know, it's but again, he's just a flyer. We Isaiah McKenzie is somebody that he's having a good year right now, but we know that the, the end is near for him. Corey Davis is good, but he's just a player on a team that Zach Wilson likes. And he's, he, you know, he's, he's okay. But even the running backs, you got Raheem Blackshear. He's just a dart throw. Uh, Ronnie Rivers was a, was a one-week wonder possibly that really didn't pan out. Hassan Haskins, I'd, I'd keep around just because of the, you know, what he's got potential in case of an injury. But Darrell Williams, Amir Abdullah, P. Ryan had a good game, but I, I, he's not for long. Benny Snell, we know what he is. Craig Reynolds, Zach Horvath, like he doesn't even belong on a roster. Trent Sherfield, Bo Melton, you know, Jalen Guyton, Cedric Wilson. These are all guys. I would just try and trade two or three of these guys for a draft pick to somebody that would give you anything. I like to call it spamming the league. It's my favorite hobby to do. I I, I send the same trade to everybody across the board and see if I can get a third round pick or if, you know, Scott gets these all the time, usually when I got nothing to do with the work. So I, uh, you, you got to take two or three pieces and just try and. You, you, these are. 30 man 10 team roster every team's going to be stacked minus the guy second from the end that team is terrible but i don't know what he's going to do
1: <laughs> <laughs> but uh
2: you got to get rid of a lot of these pieces well, and start from scratch and I yeah mean, i mean
0: that's I a perfect just... segue because that's that's my trade is is to that team second from the end um cuz they're actually looking at the standings that team is like 12 points away from the 101 so they need to shed some points right now and go after that that it is so important for your argument to those top 3 teams is to give them your picks for their productive players because the 101 is incredibly important for Bijan. It, who cares if they get the 102? It doesn't matter. I mean, you don't, you don't care about Stroud or Bryce Young or any of those guys. It doesn't it doesn't matter. So, um there's a three-way battle there that's going to be decided in these last couple of weeks for the 101, and and I would go to each one of those managers and say, do you want Bijan or, you know, do you just want like some guy, right? Um, so my whole thing here is, I mean, I looked for a trade for Josh Allen. I just didn't see a team from my oh. point of view. If I was any of those teams, would I be trading for a quarter? I just I don't really trade for quarterbacks or quarterbacks. So it's just my philosophy. So maybe you can uh, maybe just put them on the trade block, see what you can get. But my, my thought process now is is preservation of, you know, your lineup because things happen. And I mean, I want to win the championship. Your team is going to have a bye. You just need one game. You got to win one game to get to the championship. So um, let's get you there. And so I would go to that that team, that Zazu team, and I would send my 23 second for Injoku, and I would add in any of those pieces John just mentioned. I'd add in two, three pieces. Uh, you know those dart throws, those future values. Those make more sense on his roster than they do on your roster. Um, you know, add those in. Even add another pick. Um, that's fine. But the most important thing is to go to that manager and say by trading this player who's about to get a, a you know, elite or just near elite quarterback is you're going to not score those points the rest of the season, which could mean you're going to get Bijan. So no matter what value you get for Njoku, you're going to at least be able to get Bijan out of it as well, which is the main goal here. Um, so that, that's exactly what I would try to do. Um, and just make sure you're securing your roster so that you can, if anything were to happen to Kelsey or, um, you know, if they were to, you know. I mean, it's it's less likely with only one team getting the bye in the NFL these days with resting and whatnot. But, you know, if a team's going to be a two or a three seed, you know, it doesn't really much matter. So sometimes they are not playing for much anyway in those last couple of weeks.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to go after Tony Power and Rashad White from that second from the end team right
0: away. Uh, they need to get rid of those two those players. players as well. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah. Scoring points. Any of those, any of those players. And I would be willing to move any of my picks. I, I don't care about having my 23 first or second for next year. Um, It doesn't matter with this roster you're going to win this year. And then you want to put yourself in position to win next year. So I, I'd be fully, fully willing to trade those picks at all costs. The bad thing
2: about it is you're, they have, you know, Henry Jacobs, Mixon, Aaron Jones. I mean, it's, I don't know what <laughs> they're, they're
0: it, it's, running it's buying like a crazy. player. If if you can buy a, a player that's going to hold their value or possibly even gain value for next season versus a rookie that we have no idea at this right. point, um, I'd rather take the proven player versus a 110 or you know 108, to 109, or 110. It doesn't matter to me. I'll take the proven player at this point. That's going to hold that value. You can trade them later. You could trade them next year, trade them for a future pick, trade them in the, in the rookie draft, whatever, use them to package up whatever you want to do. But this, this is the time of year where I'm doing the opposite of, of getting those picks. I'm going to go ahead and send the picks, especially 23 and especially everyone that keeps thinking this 23 class is going to be crazy. Cool. You can have my picks. Give me the points. I want the championship.
2: Yeah, are you trading for Njoku or are you trading for Rashad White with that with that second round pick? And
0: any of any any all of them. I'm going for Njoku because she doesn't need the running backs. Um, I just want to secure my tight end room because Waller's trash and he's not coming back this season. So Kelsey's really the only uh player she has there. And if 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 she doesn't have him for any game, I want to make sure I have a legitimate backup.
1: It's funny. I kind of like, sort of like what I think John was saying. I I would, the other thing, other way I thought of going with mine, other consolidating is that she is so much in terms of players and potential starting lineup that I wouldn't hate actually selling one of the not low end, but like low end starter type guys for a pick. Like I, even though you were kind of saying the opposite there of sending a pick for a player, like, if, if you can get like, you know, Juju is like her wide I think receiver six or something like that, or if you, you know, yeah, but her team's deep. named
0: after Juju, so she can't, oh, trade well, him. she can't trade him. <laughs> uh, I would even
1: be willing, like, one of those, like, if she can't get a, a digs or something with, with combining some of these guys, you want to trade your running, whoever you call your running back four from those guys, which is Aaron Jones, Henry, Mixon. Oh, uh, well, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, if you can move if you Jones could do that. And get a pick, and yeah, if you can get like a yeah. first plus or something for one of those guys, uh, e- even though it's technically probably helping another playoff team because they're the only ones that are going to be buying that, I still think looking at that team, I'm like, I'm still going to beat you anyway, and, and now I have a first-round pick on top of it.
0: So Yeah, and then you could package those picks and, and then go get it. Yeah, you don't have to keep it well, I mean, want, she yeah. might
1: in this specific scenario because her trade deadline yeah. is Sunday, but that's why you should not have trade deadlines. <laughs>
2: yes.
0: <laughs> Yes, that is why.
2: Do you think would you would you trade away Aaron Jones to J.J. Baker to get Javante Williams?
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's, yes, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is Javante the type of roster guy. I would t- I would do that trade. Yeah. Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. All right. Well, uh, that is the end of our show sheet. So that is the end of our show. Look at that. We did it. All we covered everything. An hour and a half. We're right on. uh Right on. Right on brand here. Look at <laughs> yeah. That. Oh, man. F&A, huh? And the game's over. The Bills dominated, so, you know, what a great night. We didn't miss anything other than another crappy uh, Patriots performance, which, you know, to be expected. I can't believe they're 6-6, and to be honest with you, because it doesn't seem like they've scored any points this season.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Do you you remember last year's scenario, though, where, where even though they were, like, almost in last place, they were in last place in the wild card, but if they won they would have got the first round bye. it was like a weird situation where I've all nine teams, they would have had a buy kind of thing. It, it was, it was such oh, a weird. scenario. Oh, for those I remember that. Yeah. That
1: just it doesn't does seem not right. serve that. No, <laughs> no. Okay. even last year. Yeah. No, no. Not.
0: All right. Well, with that, another episode on the books, uh, we appreciate all of our listeners here. Um, it's been, uh, been a good good run, man. It's it's been a lot of fun. John, we appreciate you coming on. Um, again, listeners, missions or your leagues without trade deadlines. Uh, let's, let's get them in here and we'll knock some out over the next few weeks. And for Help those some people win some ships.
1: But I was just gonna say, for those that don't know, if you want to submit, you can go to at dynasty junkies. It's our pinned tweet, uh, has our link tree in it. And on the link tree is the link to uh the Google form where you can submit your league. Perfect. Look at that.
2: I got to ask about one trade before we leave. You guys mind doing do one it. trade? All yep. Right. This is a big one. Okay. So it's kind of a lot to swallow here. It's Patrick Mahomes, Justin Jefferson, and Jonathan Taylor getting shipped off. Wow. All right. Yeah. So let's <laughs> see I what do. you're getting back. No. No. Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, George no. Kittle, 323 first uh two twenty-three seconds and two twenty-three thirds so mahomes jefferson mahomes. and jonathan taylor for Dak, Deshaun watson kittle 323 first uh they're all like kind of like they're not 101s kind of thing but like 104 105 107 kind of thing uh 223 seconds which again are like four and six and 223 thirds mahomes Man, you really love that. I mean, I love Mahomes too, but man, a Justin I, Jefferson I, is the scariest part of this trade. That's for me. what I was
1: just gonna say. I'm with Scott too, but it's Mahomes and Jefferson. I mean, Jefferson is it's just as big a deal to me in that trade as Mahomes is. Right. I don't. I don't care about the picks. I just. I. I don't. I don't
0: understand the philosophy of trading away elite players for lottery tickets that you're hoping can be elite, be elite players. players. <laughs> I, just, I do not understand that. Uh, I've never understood it. I don't know why people do it. Um I but I you're getting Watson back who's take not too far away from Mahomes.
2: You're getting Dak as a second quarterback.
0: Yeah. Yeah I mean value wise I understand it. Like I don't think I, I don't think it's lopsided value wise. I just I just have a strong opinion of I want the guys that I don't like. I, mean, I don't understand what I'm gaining. What is the upside? The upside I, is Mahomes. that I get a couple more players. Like I don't. I don't know if I have nothing else on my roster. Yeah, I guess the like, upside is maybe. that
1: all three first turn into great players, and now you have like five or six really good players instead of two. Yeah, and but, a half elite players, the, the points per game advantage
0: that you have at those positions. I mean, it's, I, I it's agree with you. I'm just really trying to argue the other side, but it's I do really agree from
1: value wise, it, 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 it's fine. Like, that's like a, a minimum, like seven or eight first value there. I think, yeah,
0: or, no, I think, I mean, that, that's that's fine that you're Value's getting fine, for those guys, yeah. I
1: just I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't be, able to. yeah. I'm with you, I especially like you're talking like the elite, not just. Elite players, they're like arguably the top player. I mean, I know two, I two of the put five Allen over top Mahomes. players, in my opinion. Yeah, but at their position, like you could argue Mahomes is the QB one uh in dynasty. I know some people would put Allen over and you can argue Jefferson, Jefferson is, is the wide receiver is, one. My one, which I've said from day one on yeah. the show. Number one. Yeah. So, yeah, i I'll take I'll take the players, but I get it. More so than Scott does even, I think. But I would not do it. Yeah. But we we don't have just a trade on a piece of paper where we have no context. So why don't exactly. you add
0: some context to it?
2: Uh it one side is a uh, obviously someone that's rebuilding but still a pretty good team, and the other guy is like win right now. So it's there's going to be obviously if you're adding if you're a win right now team and you're adding Mahomes. And Jefferson and wow. a good running back and Jonathan Taylor. It's it's kind of like how do you stop that? Train I know we didn't even
1: talk day. about Jonathan Taylor, who you could you could still argue is the RB one. By the way, yeah. like with with he's you still know. top three. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Yeah, That's wild. That's wild. But yeah,
1: even with the, if you're rebuilt, like, well, first of all, if you're, I can't believe they're that bad with those three players. I guess hurt uh, Taylor was hurt some of this year, but. If you're building, I'm still fine keeping Patrick Mahomes and Justin Jefferson. So, oh, yeah, <laughs> they're both yeah. going to be good for the next ten years. So, yeah, yeah, uh,
2: you can't replace just... those guys. I made a mistake of trading away Justin Jefferson for uh, Justin Fields and two uh, a couple years ago, and then it just they those guys I took too long to pan out. So I traded those two guys, the two quarterbacks away too, and I'm like, man, I wish I would. It's one of those things. He, to hindsight, being 2020, I wish I would have just kept Jefferson. You know, three or four games in his rookie year, I would have been so much better off at this point in time.
0: Yeah, but that's why we play the game. It's why.
2: That's why I don't play best ball and I start lineups and I'm a jerk. But anyway,
0: no more lineups. Hashtag no more lineups. All right, uh, can that's going be my new thing for 2023. But all right, uh, thank you, to John, for joining the show tonight. Thank you for Rocky for hosting with me. Thank you so much for the submission from our good friend, Megan Benevento. And thanks for the homies in the chat. Thanks for stopping by. John, why don't you take us out of here? John John McLean, 75 on a Twitter machine. I'm
2: on there all day long saying nothing but garbage, but it's fun for me to do. So follow me and it's a great follow. I think so anyway. Uh, Commissioner Evaluation Podcast. I do it every Tuesday night uh it's a they uh, I, I have good guests on there it's a great show got, some, got a kind of co-host now jt orange a great guy smart guy i get better smarter guys than myself to be on the on the shows that way it sounds good that's that's what it's all about and uh just uh anybody else listen to this show tonight thanks for uh, watching Dynasty junkies and
0: junkies out